an Alberta photographer captured some stunning shots during the latest Iceland volcanic eruption. And he's joining us on the phone today. Christopher Andres is joining us and he's from Banff. Hey, Christopher, how you doing? Hey, not too bad, Brent. How are you doing, man? Fine, thank you. Okay, so let's set the table here for everybody. You were in Iceland not long ago, just a few days ago on the 8th of February. Why were you there? Uh, we were running a photography workshop um, just in Iceland. There we had an eight-day workshop and just happened to be on the very last day. We had some excitement. Yeah, it sounds like it. So you're kind of bunking in, ready for a nice night of sleep, and then that didn't happen. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we had our final uh, supper, and we were scheduled to hit up the Blue Lagoon for a nice soak before we hit the plane ride home. <laughs> and about 5.30 a.m., we woke up with a little bed shake there. We are trying to figure out if something shook or what that exactly was, and about 15 minutes later, the sirens uh, fired up just beside the Blue Lagoon, and we knew it was go time. So, wow. a unique situation. <laughs> so did you think it was just a little bit of a shaker, or did you think it was going to be much bigger than that? It's, they have experienced a few earthquakes around the world, and this one is just one of those shakes that it was like, did I jar myself to sleep? What just happened? Trying to figure out what it was. And then when the alarms fired up, it was uh, it was really, you just see the orange glow behind the hotel where we're staying. We're about two kilometers away from the hotel when the eruption happened, or at the hotel uh, when the eruption happened. We're about two kilometers away. It's funny, the first eruption happened just before Christmas because I was flying over Iceland on my way to Sweden a few days before Christmas, and we could actually see, we couldn't see much down below but we could see this little line of kind of flames it was it was really surreal even the pilot mentioned how that is the volcano that's been erupting in iceland we were kind of south of there but this has been going on for a while so you get rattled out of bed early in the morning you know what's going on you must have thought uh oh how bad is this going to be Oh yeah, the first instinct was like, okay, we got um, 12 participants with us, what do we need to do? Um, Iceland, like, they got it dialed in, like, the first responders, their emergency um, uh, evacuation plans, they're all dialed in. When we checked in the hotel, we knew that uh, the eruption was now imminent, they just know, didn't know, was it going to be a day, a month, whatever it was. But uh, we are one of 40 people evacuated from that area, so when, when we got shook, we knew it was go time. Uh, uh, police officers came in, firing the lights up. When we got outside, about 15 minutes after the eruption, the siren started, and the knock on the door to get out. Um, we got in our vehicles, and you could just see the fountains, like hundred, like I, I'm trying to gather 80 foot to 150 foot um, fountains of lava just spewing two kilometers away, less than two kilometers away from us. There's got to be something settling about having first responders cool, calm, and collected in a situation like this that they've seen before. Oh yeah, like when we finally got out of that uh, evacuation zone, we're driving to our next hotel just to have our meet and headcount and stuff. Right. And the people are just going to work, like minding their own business. It's totally normal to them. Meanwhile, there's 150 foot fountains of lava um, just in the distance as they're driving down the highway. It was just not like, it's just normal for them. It was so cool to watch. Here's the interesting thing of all the photographers that I've known, most people would head away from there as fast as they possibly could. <laughs> You're not one of those. You are the other no, way. We're, we're storytellers, and as soon as we had um, the go-ahead, we had the head count. Everybody was. Uh, we had everybody located. We had quickly chowed down some breakfast at the other hotel that they had lined up for us, and right. we went back to it. We got very lucky on our positioning. Uh, we showed up there before the news crews and everything. Um, we just stationed ourselves on a little hill, about five k um, away from the actual eruption, and we shot for the next four hours. Okay, talk me through this walk towards the volcano that most of us could never even imagine, Christopher. 
Um, basically, it was just when we got evacuated, we actually had to drive by the lava um, and the fountain. So when we drove past it, we could actually hear the lava. You know, two kilometers away, what, it's amazing how that sounds. It's just, it's really intense um, sizzling, crackling, popping, and stuff like that. And then when we went back, you could still hear in the faint distance um, the actual lava that, like, 5K away, you could still hear those fountains just roaring. Um, walking up to it is it's surreal like you you've got it in your head what it would look like but when you actually see it and you're actually processing um that whole element that there's the earth has opened up and now it's spewing lava and how intense did this thing get it was quite unique and quite uh, um very remarkable and very uh, memorable <laughs> talk to a friend of mine who was uh, in hawaii when uh, the uh, thing kilauea was the uh, earthquake and they said they could actually hear the lava flow not just uh, not just the lava bubbling and crackling they just could yeah. feel the flow was it the same for you Absolutely. Like you can, you can feel the earth, like just kind of that little shimmer and stuff like that. Like when we were driving out, you could totally tell the earth was quivering a bit there. I actually was in, uh, on the big island in 2017 when that shelf collapsed and I uh, did the photography for the lava tube that opened up and the same thing. You could feel the whole earth, um, shaking when that level was just bubbling into the ocean. So I've seen the pictures, like how close were you here? <laughs> Um, when it originally erupted, the first time the police officers came in and got us evacuated, we were less than two kilometers. And then we stationed up on the hill that was about five kilometers away. And then, uh, the, so the closest you were was 2K, because it looked like you were way closer than that. It felt way closer. Like, when we drove past the fountains, like, you, you've seen the videos of us recording and trying not to do distracted driving, but <laughs> yeah. it was very distracting driving past it, and it felt like it was right beside us. And then when we saw that it was actually about two kilometers away, it was just mind-boggling. The road that we evacuated out on, about four or five hours after the initial interruption, the lab actually flowed over and um, took out one of their main um, water lines yeah. for part of the town and stuff, so they didn't have hot water that night. but. It was quite unique once we saw the pictures of uh, the damage. We're like, we're just on that road. So we wouldn't have evacuated when we should have and listened to the authorities. We may have been spending a lot more time in the Blue Lagoon. Hey, <laughs> Christopher, you are based in Banff, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so you get a chance. You walk out your front door of the business or whatever, and you look at the Rocky Mountains and you say to yourself, I'm absolutely in awe of what, what the world is. And now you're in a situation in Iceland where you get a chance to see that. It's got to give you the same reaction. It does. Like Iceland always delivers. Like we were playing on, like we were playing on the first part of the workshop in the ice glaciers, and we're in ice caves and exploring just the mammoth amount of ice they have there. So that was amazing. Then we chased the aurora in the last cave. The lava opened up, and it was just one of those elements that it's just like, how do you top this for a workshop? How do you top this as even just an adventure? Um, walking through Banff and enjoying the mountains here all the time is one of my favorite places on earth and I always love to come home but when you get a chance like that abroad um, yeah it's it's one of those places Iceland's near and dear to my heart always well you've just mentioned two volcanoes so is there going to be a third in your future uh, yeah I really hope so I'm just uh, trying to line up a couple more trips here and we're working on a few more workshops here back to Iceland and a few other places and lava's always on my it's been one of my dreams to chase around the world at all times and I definitely have a third fourth maybe fifth is it kind of addictive it is once you see the sheer power of the earth like that it's, yeah you just want to be part of it you want to be close to it i don't know it's like that moth chasing that uh, hot lamp <laughs> yeah well i know it was mesmerizing for thirty-nine thousand feet so i can't imagine it was like you know inside a few kilometers that's uh, pretty amazing stuff hey how could the pictures i've seen are absolutely incredible uh you've done great stunning work 
no Thank denying you so that. Much. I really appreciate that. How can somebody take a look at your work from up close? Uh, easy, easy, easiest way is to find me on Instagram or Facebook under Christopher Andrus. Um, that's the easiest way to find me. Okay. That's probably take you the closest to the amount of work I'm doing. Christopher with a K. Andrus is not quite how it sounds, but hey, listen, you type in Christopher Andrus, photographer, Banff, you're going to see some great volcanic stuff. So, uh, uh, hey, happy that you're here with us. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. No problem. And keep up the great work. There's other great photography on there as well, so uh, people will enjoy it once they go to it. So, Christopher, thanks for being with us today, okay? Thank you so much, my friend. Take care. All right, you too. See you later. Christopher Andrus. Got this close.